0: listening to earth oddity a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet
1: earth has to offer and now serving it up are christopher tiny
0: sullivan and john Wong.
1: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. Man, I'm feeling hyped. We've never opened the show with a dance number before. A dance number? It's a shame we didn't record that and, and put that on the internet. But uh, <laughs> but we're here. Uh, I am tiny. Sitting across from me is John Long. He's catching his breath. That That's was, right. Never seen him do the splits like that before. But, <laughs> you uh, don't know.
0: I'm an award-winning <laughs> dancer. People don't know that. I believe it. I but believe I have. It. I've won awards for dancing. That's no joke. I'm not even lying. Scouts honor. What
1: season are we on in, uh... Dancing with the Stars.
0: <laughs> I like. They've got I to like, be
1: running out of celebrities yeah. at it's, some point. There's They've got, got to open up the gate to podcasters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, for a while, Deidre loves Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. By the way, before a while, Dancing with the Stars should be should have been called like Dancing with the person you're vaguely familiar with. <laughs> yes. You know, it's who's like,
1: done stuff. <laughs> yeah, <It's> like, <laughs> dancing with people who's done things.
0: The threshold for star is not where I would put it. <laughs> yes. So, but I guess if you got to keep the show rolling because people like my wife love it. Yeah. You know, which, let's be honest, like if my wife were to get on Dancing with the Stars, mm-hmm. I would end up fighting whoever was dancing <laughs> with her. <laughs> like, you ain't gonna be rubbing on her like that. I don't care if it's from the TV show or not. I couldn't sit out there. They'll show like, uh, whoever's spouse, uh, Kirk Cameron has Kurt Cameron been on it? I don't think so. Let's say Kirk Cameron they on it. Hey, Kurt on Cameron was probably tried to get him, he was like, eh, "Yeah,
1: only if you're going to allow me to present the gospel."
0: That's right. And I only dance with my wife. <laughs> <Yes. you know? laughs> but let's say Kurt Cameron's wife was a dancing with the stars, and he sitting there, just show them in the audience, and they're so proud and clapping for him, and I'd be like, "Uh, uh-uh, ain't no shirtless man <laughs> doing that with my wife?" <laughs> right. You know, like I'm too chubby to let another man get that close <laughs> to my wife and ever get some ideas. Yeah. Well, anyways, but
1: anyway, we're yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to get together later, and we're going to shoot a uh, audition tape for John.
0: Okay, yeah. But before
1: we do that, we yeah. got to do a podcast. We are Earth Oddity Podcast, the unwanted. Wait, no, we're the bad boys of Southern Evangelical yeah. comedy, the unofficial, the unacknowledged, and the unwanted voices of Southern Baptists across the land.
0: You know, we should uh, probably write that out so you can read it when you do your intro.
1: I you know you never know how it's going to go. It's a little different I enjoy every it. week.
0: It's a crapshoot, you <laughs> yes. know. And then I just come in when I, when it's my turn <laughs> to intro the show. And it's very awkward every right. time. I enjoy listening to that too. So that gives us a, a little bit of uh Genesee quoi that yes. keeps the listeners coming back. Genesee so, who? Yeah, that it's the uh, Genesee Lacroix, <laughs> the uh, the soft drink that tastes like static.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. How was your week? It was good. It was Did good. Did you
1: fire anybody down at the, in the furniture biz? Or no,
0: no. Didn't, didn't crush anyone's didn't, dreams had, this week. I had someone voluntarily leave, and okay. that's fine. You know, that's certainly they're right. We, you made them an offer they couldn't refuse. No, I know. I had nothing <laughs> to do with it. I just got the call that they were gone. And I was like, okay. Right. Well, you know, good luck to them in their future endeavors.
1: I just like to imagine John, he's got this huge office, and I like to think that somewhere there's a button. <laughs> But you can push, and it opens up a trap door, and they fall into the pit with alligators.
0: No, but I have the philosophy that we're going to be great, and we can be great with you, or we can be great without you, and it's up to you, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, we got some growing to do as far as a company goes, and I don't want to turn this into a business podcast (laughs) or anything, and some of that growth is slow, but... We're getting there slowly but surely. Nice. And uh, we have a very good company. I enjoy working for it. We do a good business, record setting year this year. So,
1: despite the COVID, wow. Yeah, our
0: fiscal year is we've turned out pretty good. So,
1: was it, you think it's because of the Trump bucks? Uh, I think that played (laughs) a part into (laughs) it. Thank you, President Trump, (laughs) for all that money that. Our grandkids will have to one day leave. <laughs> right. with interest. Well,
0: the Chinese <laughs> will take us over before then. So they don't have to worry right. about it. But yeah, I think that played a part in it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the fact that entertainment and restaurants were shut down gave people more disposable income to use on other things like furniture. So I think we were really just in the right place at the right time. Nice. The key going forward is to figure out how to replicate it without those factors right. being in place. So without
1: releasing a, a virus into the world, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, we don't want to do that. <laughs> COVID too.
0: Look, the, electric boogaloo. <laughs> the coronavirus has been it, it's been difficult to deal with from an employer you know standpoint. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't want to have to go through that anymore ever again. And we're still going through it, still having to make decisions on things. That's
1: absolutely true. I have to at my workplace. I have to wear a mask. Yeah, and it's hot. Right, and I got a mask. So,
0: but that's just that's what you got to do. Right, you have to wear a mask at our place too. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, basically, what we've said is, if there are customers in the store, you need to be courteous of them and put your mask on. Mm -hmm. Now, if me and Tiny work together and we're both comfortable not being having our mask on there's no general public in the place, then we're fine without mm-hmm. it. But I know things are probably different at Goodrich. But I think it's been a big week for Goodrich, too, because <laughs> our Goodyear. Our president
1: took to Twitter yeah. and tried to shut down our number one competition. Yeah, Goodyear got themselves <laughs> in a little trouble. Sucks to be them. Yeah,
0: big time. Yeah, big time.
1: <laughs> but, hey, I tell you what, if you're one of those uh, Trump supporters with your MAGA hat and you're slashing your own Goodyear tires and you're looking <laughs> for a good replacement. Right. Get, pick you up a set of BF Goodrich tires. We make the best tires known to man.
0: I saw a like, meme on Facebook, yes. and it was talking about like Trump supporters slashing their own Goodyear tires. Right. But then uh, they were talking about how those same people will talk about uh, people rioting, destroying their own communities. they mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what's the difference <laughs> in the two? Yeah. <laughs> so
1: I saw a, a, somebody posted a Twitter exchange where someone posted a picture. They slashed their own tires. Wow. And- and someone said, why not just use your tires until the tread's gone and then yeah. get you a new set of yeah, tires from, exactly. a, from another company? Yeah. And he responded, "You, your generation don't know nothing about taking a stand.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> kind of just wild. ridiculous. Like Goodyear's already got your money. <laughs> right? there you you know, yes. You're not teaching them a lesson or anything. <laughs> you didn't slash tires on the showroom floor. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Well, um, I hope it turns out great for Goodrich and you guys make Uber millions and billions of dollars. That's fine with me. I'm pro making money. Right. Yeah. Uh, we're unabashedly at my workplace, a for profit business. And most we, businesses we make, are. We make no bones about that it.
1: Don't tend to not stay yeah, around. Right.
0: Yeah. No, I can tell you all about that part of it too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Can you imagine
1: uh, if you still had your restaurant when all this hit?
0: I wouldn't have been able to make it. I wouldn't have been able to make it through the downtown Tuscaloosa construction, right. that limited traffic downtown. I, I would have had to go out of business It's then.
1: interesting, though, looking back, uh, just yeah. you, know, you got out at the right time.
0: I did. I yeah. did. I mean, wasn't the right time for me personally, financially, <laughs> but I wouldn't have been able to last more than two or three years later right. when all of this happened. Mm-hmm. And I know several people, friends of mine, that own restaurants that have either shut down or had to modify. Only one guy I know who owns a restaurant who has had a even or an increased sales month since all this started. Right, and uh, he owns Mexican uh, some Mexican restaurants in town. And I think doing curbside margarita pickups was the thing that saved his whole business. You, know? you can do that. Yeah, during that time, you could. You could do curbside <laughs> like, alcohol pickups.
1: That's not against the law.
0: They like, as long as you're not drinking it. Yeah, yeah. as long as you're not drinking it. But they like laxed it. And so it was like making margaritas and gallon jugs and just selling them for whatever it was. I don't know because I'm Baptist and I don't drink in front of other people. Right. So I don't know what it would cost. Uh, but yeah, I think that was a big... Uh, Big thing that kept him afloat was just being able to do that, and the fact that he owns a very popular, successful Mexican—not uh, really franchise, but restaurant chain—here right. in town. You know, so they had a loyal customer mm-hmm. base. So, yeah, that's talking business with John and Tiny. <laughs> we'll get into uh, you know third quarter earning potential and uh, profits here on the next episode.
1: Yeah, as soon as we get get rid of this odd news, get this odd news out yeah, of Yeah, get away. this odd news which out Which is away. probably what everyone's tuned in for, I assume. I hope so. They
0: probably all <laughs> press pause or we're just talking. <laughs>
1: hey, let us know, because, I mean, if the odd news isn't what y'all are into, which is the whole reason we started this podcast, we really waste a lot of time every week yeah, you know, reading the news.
0: <laughs> right. A lot of people tune in for, like, just the the mindless banter we have at the beginning of every show, and I just turn it off after that's over. We're like, I don't care about that. Pick it back up during community news.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The reason I figured we wouldn't go that direction is because I think that is literally most half of of the podcast. And don't get me wrong, there's some good ones, but I just feel like it's hard to stand out If that's your your thing. Well, you get
0: like uh, two professional stand-up comedians in the room Mm -hmm. doing mindless banter is a whole lot better than probably me and you could ever do. (laughs) Just a deacon and his buddy from church. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) We need to know what our niche is and stick with it, which is odd news. And I've got some really good stories this week. Got a couple of Florida stories for us. What about you?
1: Well, we're going to talk about COVID Hug Man. Okay. And I'm also going to talk about a guy who punched a great white shark. That is certainly on my bucket list.
0: Okay, it is? <laughs> yes. Your bucket list is different than mine, buddy. Better go ahead. <laughs> but
1: I wanted to start with this, and this comes from the BBC. Florida mosquitoes, 750 million genetically modified insects are to be released in Florida.
0: Wow. Which is fascinating. It is.
1: Just right off the, right off the bat here, what do you think about that?
0: Well, number one, I'm not a fan of mosquito. Me either. So it's hard to get me to be pro mosqui- mosquito, mm-hmm. pro mosquito. But I will say this: mosquitoes don't bite me as much as they bite other people.
1: If I if my I wife my is around me, so they high. always go bite. Yeah. her. I don't know what the deal is. Like
0: we were uh, when we were down in Louisiana, we sat on the porch one night and everybody was getting torn up. And I was like, man, they ain't even messing with me. <laughs> like I don't know what's wrong with y'all. Maybe I stink. But I will say, and before you get into it, I feel like the downside of this would be is mosquitoes are like chicken for the bird and bat world. So mm-hmm. if this works, we could possibly eliminate a major food source for a lot of other animals. So, right. I don't know. Well, I don't know where I stand on it right now. <laughs> let's get into the article okay. here.
1: Okay. Local officials in Florida have approved the release of 750 million mosquitoes that have been genetically modified to reduce local populations. The aim is to reduce the number of mosquitoes that carry diseases like Zika virus or, and then there's some virus called, is that Dengue? You sure, sounds that? right. D-N-Q, no, D-E-N-G-U-E.
0: Yeah, sounds right.
1: Anyway, the green lighting go. pilot project after years of debate drew a swift outcry from environmental groups who warned of unintended consequences. One group condemned the plan as public Jurassic Park experiment. Okay, now that's a little dramatic. Okay. Activists warn of possible damage to ecosystems and the potential creation of hybrid insecticide resistant mosquitoes. I could see that. True. Maybe we try to kill them, but then they come back stronger. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, But the company involved says there will be no adverse risk to humans or the environment and points to a slate of government backed studies. So,
0: well, we know the government never gets it wrong. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Look, the company says it's okay. Yeah, right. What are y'all worried about?
0: No, the company that stands to get like billions in grant money is yes. like, yeah, no, nah, it's worse. And the government said it's okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The plan to release the mosquitoes in 2021 in the Florida Keys comes months after the modified mosquitoes were approved by federal regulators. In May, the U.S. Environmental Agency granted permission to the British-based U.S.-operated company Oxitec to produce the genetically engineered male was that Andes aegypti mosquitoes? I can't say that. Sure, sounds right. Uh, th- it's a lot easier to say this. They are known as OX5034. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: so uh, they ge- genetically modified the males. Right. Now, male mosquitoes don't bite you. Did you know that? I, it seems like i Only heard that females before. do. Yeah. Right.
1: Uh, the same is true in human populations. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder why
0: you would not genetically modify females. Uh, It says here that uh, only female mosquitoes bite humans because of the need to... I'm a scientist, by the way. People don't (laughs) know, but I'm basically a
1: scientist. They need blood to produce the eggs. So the plan is to release the male mosquitoes who will then hopefully breed with the female mosquitoes.
0: Oh, and And pass on their, like, genetics.
1: It says that these males will carry a protein that will kill off any female offspring before they reach mature biting age. Oh, so
0: we're only going to have male mosquitoes from now on. The no, patriarchy no, it, wins again.
1: Well, it says that the the male they have this protein that's going to kill any of their offspring. Okay, so any any females that fall victim to this male right. mosquito's charms is going gotcha. to be they're going to be barren. Yeah, this... for the rest of their biting days. Wow, rest of their blood sucking days. Hmm. Now, on Tuesday, officials in the Florida Keys gave final approval to release the mosquitoes over a two year period. So. I mean, I guess one thing there. This is in the Florida Keys. This is going to be like a string of islands. So we have two years to just watch and see what happens. Yeah. Like, is it going to be okay or is it going to turn into Jurassic Park?
0: Well, I don't know, but I would imagine mes- mosquitoes could. They could get to the mainland from the Keys, right? I mean, like a good headwind will blow them wherever they want to go, right? I don't know what the
1: speed slash. A radius like what is the like how much ground mosquitoes right. can cover
0: I, don't, even, I don't know I don't know that's a good question I'm not that type of scientist
1: right and then it just it just goes on to talk about environmental groups saying that you know we just we don't know what's going to happen but uh I well, don't know there's a part of me now granted this could cause some kind of chain reaction. Have well, you ever heard of the butterfly effect? There was yeah. an Aston
0: Kutcher movie about yeah. it. Right. Yeah. No, I've never seen the movie, but I've heard a- heard about the butterfly effect. Yeah.
1: You don't know how you know actions are going to affect the a-
0: the outcome, right. like yeah. down the
1: road, and possibly we don't know. Maybe this is going to cause a chain reaction that will eventually end all life on Earth.
0: Right. But let's give it a shot.
1: Is it? <laughs> it would that really be that bad? <laughs> the way twenty twenty is going. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, uh we've already got one plague. So what's a what's a mosquito yeah. plague going to do to us?
1: Like I feel like this is humanity taking all their chips to the roulette table and and putting everything on black.
0: <laughs>
1: and we either we're going to come out broke or we're going to come out with no mosquitoes. Right. There's a part of me that wants to roll the dice on this. What do you think?
0: Oh, uh, I don't know. You like I say mosquitoes are a major food source though mm-hmm. for birds and other small invertebrates and all kind of stuff. So I've heard
1: some scientists say that potentially because I mean extinction on earth is nothing new. Yeah. I mean you look at the fossil record, I mean species yeah, are constantly right you know dying out while new ones come up and we just don't I mean maybe there'll be like other species of insect that'll rise up because yeah. of the lack of mosquitoes and they'll be just fine everything'll
0: keep humming or or maybe we'll have a massive bird die maybe
1: we'll have a massive dial. Yeah.
0: So like we just it, don't know. If you live in the South, everybody knows about martin gourds, you know, like the gourds that are birdhouses, you know. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I know
1: exactly what you're talking about.
0: Right at Mid-Larry Road, a (laughs) guy's got (laughs) a bunch of them.
1: Made them in Cub Scouts.
0: Yeah. Martins kill the crap out of mosquitoes. That's why people have those gourds, and they make their nests in it, and they come out and just eat mosquitoes like Mm -hmm. crazy. So then, like, what if all the Martins die off? What are you going to do then, Tiny. Hopefully, the Martins will learn to eat some other kind of bug. <laughs> but uh, what if they don't? <laughs> now you've messed with it Also, you all because you didn't want to spray any off on you when you went outside. I hate off. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> it's worth
0: it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which off releases like aerosols into the yes. atmosphere and kills the ozone. So pick your poison. We're going to die one way or the other, <laughs> right. I guess. But yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm all for giving it a shot. It's only seven hundred fifty million. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, on the grand scheme of mosquitoes, that's probably not that many. I would like to know how do they uh, how do they
1: produce these? I mean, do they just do they have a lab somewhere where they just have like millions I, I and millions so. and millions of mosquitoes? And I imagine so. Does every single one of them have to drink like an elixir? <laughs>
0: yeah, <all laughs> right. makes it. How do you know if it works? How do you get two mosquitoes to breed? I mean, I put on a little soft music, <laughs> get up a bottle of red blood. Okay, well, for
1: starters, they're starting in the Florida Keys. So yeah. I imagine mosquitoes in the Florida Keys are going to have a little
0: bit easier time.
1: <laughs> they're a little more liberal down there. Than, than mosquitoes would be if you released them in, I don't know, Salt Lake City, Utah. <laughs> True.
0: Yeah. Uh, you got a good point. And I, I, I don't know this answer to this question. I'm not that much of a scientist. But like. You know, the South, we're notorious for mosquito. Mm-hmm. Uh but I never hear people from places out like Middle America talk about mosquitoes that much. Right. You know, like does Iowa have a mosquito problem? I don't know. I mean I imagine the winter gets so cold it kills out a I lot. I would of assume
1: them. certainly colder climates yeah. are not hospitable to right. the mosquito.
0: Yeah. That's what I sort of think so, too. And you got to have water. You know, they lay leave mm-hmm. their eggs in water. You know, we're all tossed Stagnant that. water. Yeah, we're all tall out. you know, dump yeah. out your dog's water dish in the mm-hmm. backyard and get all the tires cleaned up in your front yard. I
1: they remember, got water
0: growing in them. I remember water in Boy
1: Scouts, we used to keep fire buckets outside the tents, yeah. but we had to refill them every single day. That's right. Cause because you don't want those mosquitoes coming right. and laying their eggs in that stagnant steel water.
0: That's exactly right. So, yeah, and it gave you something to do that I like, took up. 20 minutes of the Scoutmaster's time while you're filling up your water buckets. (laughs) Right. Which is the real reason that we did it. Uh, Well, you know, I hope it works out because I'm not a Mosquito fan at all. But I'm just worried, too, about the unintended consequences of what's going to happen. I am an environmentalist. People don't know. Yeah, I'm a capitalist and an environmentalist. It's a weird position to Mm -hmm. be in in life. If they decide to... To use
1: Alabama as a test, which why well, wouldn't you? Alabama sure. has been the yeah. test bed for many
0: yes. scientific experiments right. Some over the many years. Very not not cool. Extremely right. unethical. Yeah, very unethical. <laughs> yes.
1: But I just, you know, I would like to be the guy who who throws the switch and releases all the mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah,
0: that would be kind of cool.
1: Yeah, I would like to wear a lab coat and a pair of <laughs> non prescription glasses and laugh maniacally <laughs>
0: while it's happening <laughs> as, I, as I flip the switch. Years ago, the like, uh, the county ag extension agencies uh, release this little bitty wasp. They mm-hmm. don't sting humans or anything because they attacked some pest that killed cotton, you know. I remember watching them do right. that. So that was like high school time. <laughs> the boll weevil. Yeah, it wasn't the boll weevil. It was like maybe the boll worm or something, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't the weevil though. Well, let's move on here to one of our favorite subjects on Earth Oddity, and that is ninjas. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, come on. What's going on here? A video is <laughs> playing on my phone. I can't get to the stop. Stop.
1: <laughs>
0: it's Bear Bear grillis. He's got a show coming out. Apparently, I am hitting mute, pause, everything. <laughs> Nothing is happening. We just got You can't let... stop Bear Grills. <laughs> yeah, no. Is it Grills or Grillas? I thought it was Grills. Okay, I could you be may wrong. be right. I don't know. I have no idea. Okay, so let's move on. Stealthy thieves broke into a Japanese ninja museum and stole a million yen. How much is that? <laughs> how like how much would that be in American dollars? Nine thousand four hundred seventy dollars. Nice.
1: Okay. Yeah. Wow.
0: A ninja museum in central Japan had some stealthy visitors this week. <laughs> thieves who broke in and stole more than a million yen, which, like I said, was nine thousand four hundred seventy dollars, in the middle of the night. The Igaru. Ninja Museum located in Iga City in Mi Prefecture. I, I just, you know, like, well, if there's a Japanese person listening <laughs> to this, you know, like, I, I
1: imagine they're laughing their rear I,
0: off. Now. Like, look at this! They're calling all their prisoners. Let's this redneck try to pronounce where we live,
1: you know? Or you said that, and they're like, "Yo!" <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> de- this museum is dedicated to the history and practices of ninja. It notified the police after an alarm went off in the early hours Monday morning. At the time, there were no staff at the museum, which is a popular tourist site. Uh, When the police arrived, they found the museum entrance had been forced open and a safe containing the money was missing.
1: Okay, so I'm assuming they're not ninjas because... Had they, yeah, they been ninjas, the you would have never even known.
0: Yeah, yeah, you would have discovered it the next day. It would have just been gone. Yeah. Like the
1: safe would have been fine. It's just everything's gone, yeah.
0: The safe weighed 150 kilograms. That's 330 pounds. Thanks for that. Yeah, because <laughs> we don't use the metric system. <laughs> no. no, it's too difficult for us to understand. <laughs> we used the
1: system that took us to the moon. Thank you very
0: much. <laughs> uh, and it held vi- admission fees were more than 1,000 visitors, according to the museum. Um, It was a three-minute job, kind of like like my love life, (laughs) said said an official at the museum who requested anonymity for privacy reasons. That's (laughs) kind (laughs) of strange. Wait a minute. So this
1: unknown source knows exactly how long it took, right? and they're not releasing their identity.
0: and They're not telling their identity. The anonymous source went on to say it was planned out. They must have scoped us out and singled us out. Just say maybe it's somebody who works there.
1: <laughs> maybe it's an inside job. Yeah.
0: Part of the museum's appeal is that it's tucked inside a forest, but this also makes it a better target for thieves, as it's largely hidden from view once night falls. The museum's security camera showed a car pulling up to the building on the night of the robbery, a man climbing out of the passenger seat. He walked towards the camera and tilted it down so it only filmed the, filled the ground for the rest of the night. Smart guy. Smart. What was he wearing? Was he dressed in black? (laughs) It doesn't (laughs) say. The official added that the heist had occurred just as visitors were beginning to return to the museum over the summer holidays. Um, There's a second wave of COVID 19 now, but people were just getting more comfortable with all the corona precautions we were taking. This is really terrible. Um, known for their secrecy and high levels of skill, ninjas were masters of espionage, sabotage, assassination, and guerrilla warfare dating back to at least the fourteenth century. I imagine they were pretty good thieves too. Yeah. I imagine if you wanted something stolen, you could hire you uh hire you a ninja to do <laughs> yes. it. So, anyways, uh just goes on to talk about how ninjas were awesome and everything. Mm-hmm. But maybe you want to get a couple of ninjas to guard your your safe there. <laughs> yes. Like they had to have a dolly to get out of three hundred pounds safe, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, uh,
1: unless they're you know super strong, or they were using some kind of ninja magic to lift it,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, and I don't think of Japanese being a, a Japan being a place where a lot of like petty crime like this would go on. I don't know. I really have no reference for the our brothers and sisters in Japan.
1: I know there's the yakuza.
0: Yeah, well, and that's I, like the
1: Japanese. It's bomb. like high level right. stuff. Yeah,
0: but mm-hmm. you just don't hear about like home breaking. It ain't like no. living in Tuscaloosa. No, you know, no, no. Like people's cars getting broken. And but
1: I would imagine nine hundred, four hundred thousand, yeah, equivalent 9, 000, in yen. Yeah, a million yen. I would imagine that's not your average meth head. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I've seen some meth do some amazing stuff in my life. I mean, I really have. But some of the most amazing things—they got superpowers in some ways. Really? Yeah. And they
1: use ninja magic.
0: No, they use meth magic.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah,
0: meth magic. It's what's, sort what's, of the same.
1: What's the most incredible thing you've ever seen a meth head do?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's tough. Uh, I saw a guy, well, I've seen a guy eat a cigarette before, which isn't necessarily right. like a lit cigarette before. I mean, that'll
1: get you on Ripley's, believe it or not. Yeah,
0: but, but no, like he like ate it and chewed it up and then brought it back out of his mouth. Okay. And then was smoking it some more. I had to give him five bucks. That was pretty cool. That's, that's the one that pops into my mind. Is that kind of like... Uh, It's like a magic trick, you know, I'm sure. I was going to say, I saw on
1: YouTube David Blaine. He, like, swallowed a live frog on the Joe Rogan show. Oh, yeah? And then vomited him
0: back up, and he was fine. Oh, David Blaine's kind of, he's kind of taken, he used to be the man, you know? Mm -hmm. And then Chris Angel came in and stole his shine. (laughs) And then you hear nothing out of David Blaine anymore.
1: Well, David Blaine, he's more, I mean, he he definitely does street magic and things like that. But he's more just, like, incredible, like, physical attempts. Yeah. He was... He was buried alive for forty days, and you could go and see him. Did like he, he talk well, about? He that. wasn't
0: buried. Al- I mean, I know we talked about it, but I don't remember everything about it. Like he was, like he had oxygen or whatever. Yes, yeah, well, ox- that ain't impressive. He, had, well, he, he, he just he, laid still for forty
1: days. I could do that, <laughs> right? Well, yeah. Well, could you? Yeah. Would you not go crazy? No,
0: no. <laughs> I keep myself occupied.
1: <laughs> uh, he said that he had a he had water. He could drink water, okay. and he had a catheter. But he just, you know, for he just didn't eat, so he didn't have to poop, and he was, uh, he was buried like under, and that was underneath glass because people were walking up above him, yeah, and they were taking pictures. He'd wave to them and stuff.
0: Forty days, but yeah,
1: he was stuck That'd in a little tough.
0: glass coffin for forty days. That's pretty tough. I mean, Moses was on the ark for forty days, or whatever. <laughs> you don't see him getting a TV special out of it.
1: <laughs> well. He did get a TV special. He got a NBC that's true. two-part miniseries. That's true.
0: Charles Nesson played him. That was Noah, by the way. I said Moses, but My I bad. meant Noah. <laughs>
1: well, I think I think in the in the Noah miniseries, didn't he do some Moses stuff, too? I don't know. I didn't even
0: watch the Noah miniseries.
1: I watched part one, and okay. I couldn't go any further. They basically took the entire book of Genesis and tried to squeeze it down into the story of Noah. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, yeah. That's right. Miss a lot of good stuff, if that's all you Getting out of Genesis, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but all the Joseph stuff, which Joseph had his whole musical. You know, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat or whatever, Never right? Never saw it. Yeah? Never it's saw not- it. It's not 100% scriptural, <laughs> I would say that much. Well, I
1: imagine when you're trying to you know, make movies based on these Old Testament stories, sometimes they're only like a little bit over a chapter.
0: Yeah, right. So if you're trying, you're to, have to, if
1: you're trying to come up with like a 80, 90-page scripts yeah. <laughs> based on this one chapter in the Bible, you got to add a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah, you're going to have to embellish a little bit. <laughs> yes. That's true. That's true. But uh, David Blaine. He's not Noah. I just don't say that. <laughs> no. Not a biblical character in any way, just in case anybody out there was getting confused. <laughs> I, or I, He's not Moses either. Yeah, not Moses either. <laughs> not Aaron, you know, none of those. Not Caleb, not uh, Abraham. I just throw them all. He's no. He's David Blaine. Yeah, he's David Blaine. Not to be confused with King David. <laughs> Too okay,
1: King David Blaine. Yeah,
0: (laughs) he was the the second king of Israel. (laughs) For my next trick, I'm gonna make Jonathan disappear. (laughs) Oh, that's a little Uh, Bible humor for you. That's just a little Bible humor for you.
1: I think half of our audience is just dying laughing right now, the other half are on Google. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, right,
0: that's right. Oh, mercy. Well. I've always wanted to do like a Christian stand up routine, but it'd be very hard, you know? And I feel like the people, like, uh, what's the dude that's got the guitar and he's got the Chick fil A song? I saw him once. He was really funny. I don't remember his name Tim Horton or something like that. Tim Horton. It's not Tim Horton. Horton, here's a who? <laughs> yeah. No, Tim Horton's a Canadian restaurant. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> Tim, some, somebody is listening to this, like shouting his name. But anyways, mm-hmm. I feel like he's got the market cornered. Okay. And I feel like if I were to stand up and start telling Christian jokes, I would make a lot of people mad. Who you know? was the dude that started fooling around with married women and got canceled? That was uh, John. Chris, John Chris. Was it married women or was he just like coming on to people? There was a couple. Now, there's been a lot of Christians canceled for fooling <laughs> around with married women. You
1: know, I mean, we what? got Swagger, we got Baker. Well, you can add John Chris to the. Yeah, he the got list. canceled, but he's back. You know, he went
0: away for a few months and I guess atoned for his sins. And now he's back. <laughs> he's trying to be funny. Well, he's back on social media. Yeah. But he's like, a, he had a Netflix special,
1: which is really saying something for yeah. a air quotes here Christian comedian, yeah, like true. a clean com- comedian. Right. But it uh, got indefinitely shelved yeah.
0: when women started telling their stories. Right. Cause like, I think he was just uh, like being super creepy with them and stuff. You well, know? I
1: know. Now, there was, <laughs> I was reading an article <laughs> about this and there was one lady who, she was in the process of figuring out if she wanted to get a divorce or not. Oh, to be with him? Well, not necessarily. Like, okay, okay she was in a marriage that she wasn't happy with, and then he came along.
0: Oh, friendly Henry, <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> and that's what always
1: happened. You gotta I, watch now, out for friendly Henry. I don't know if I don't know if she she did or not, but the story was is that she was not divorced yet uh-huh. when he started trying to
0: dip into the offering plate, so to uh-huh. speak. I wonder what her husband thinks about that. I imagine he wasn't happy. I put a couple fists on John, John's head. You know, <laughs> yeah. if that was me, I'd be over there trying to meet him. Hey, you talk to my wife, you know? Yeah. So. I don't know. At some point you just got to be like, well, I guess I just got to let her go. You know, she don't want me no more. I don't know. I don't it's know. tough. I hope I never get to that point. It's, if Deidre leaves me, I'm not doing this podcast anymore because y'all won't see me. I will become homeless.
1: <laughs> Would
0: and you punch a great white shark for your wife? If it was trying to buy my wife, yeah, yeah. What if she just wanted you to? <laughs> no, I'd tell her no, absolutely not. like, what are you trying to do? I know how much life insurance I got. You know, I'm trying to get a check.
1: I don't know what I would do in that situation, but I imagine if a shark was after my wife, I would try to
0: yeah. would punch the shark I well. would sacrifice myself. I would jump into the wife's mouth, into not into my wife's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'd do that too under other circumstances. I'd jump into the shark's mouth to spare my wife. I literally would. I barely like being alive anyways. Just as Christ gave himself up for the church. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, people forget about it's that biblical. part of it when we start talking about that, that yeah. part of the Scripture. Sure, right yeah
1: well this next story i just want to give somebody an attaboy man punches a great white shark to save his wife wow he is quoted as saying you just react <laughs> <laughs> but you know that's so good
0: i was like i ain't ever loading a dishwasher ever again <laughs> <Yeah>. you know <laughs> you're changing all the diapers right. i don't I care you only got one leg now <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna leave my socks wherever i please <laughs> A man took matters
1: into his own fist when a great white shark attacked his wife while they were out surfing on an Australian beach this weekend, police said. Mark Rapley and his wife, Chantelle Doyle, were spending the day at Shelley Beach at Port McIntyre, New South Wales, when the shark, which was described as being between six and ten feet. Okay. A little bit of a... I uh, granted it's tough to, to see in the water and tell. Hey, look, a six-foot shark's
0: big enough for me. It was great wa- it was a great white yeah. shark,
1: so yes, it's not a small shark yeah. by any means. But anyway, this shark attacked Doyle and threw her off her surfboard, according to the New South Wales police. Rapley told the nine news network that he paddled to his wife's board as she tried to climb back up while the shark grabbed her right calf. Wow. Ow. You ever seen the pictures of, of the shark's teeth that yeah, they got oh, yeah. rows and rows of razor shark teeth? I can't imagine a bite feels good.
0: No. And you in the salt water too? Ooh. Yeah,
1: it says that he grabbed his wife's surfboard and began to punch the shark until it let her go. I've heard you go for the gills. Is that what you do? I mean, granted, if if you're in a fight with a shark in the water, you're at an extremely <laughs> disadvantage. Time. Yeah. But they say that you you punch it in the gill. That's what I've heard on Shark Week. You punch it in yeah. the gills,
0: Dude's His mistake was surfing without a sidearm. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's just going to well, shoot that. But you that can't bullet. shoot a
1: gun underwater. Can you not? It's not. You're not going to get any penetration,
0: are you? I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Like, I mean, I mean, I know it'll, the the resistance of the water will slow down the bullet.
1: On oh, MythBusters, they but were they were shoot shooting from, into a pool, and they said that if you can get like six foot of, of distance, you're fine. Okay, but because the the bullet dumps all this energy into the surrounding right. water, yeah.
0: So, okay,
1: you're better off with a knife.
0: All right, I'll <laughs> shoot it and stab <laughs> it.
1: When you see the mother of your child, this is a quote here. When
0: you right see the mother, how American is <laughs> it that my first thought was like, you need to have a gun on you. <laughs> yeah. You
1: know, like
0: yeah. you're out on the beach enjoying yourself. You better have your gun with you. Yeah.
1: When you see the mother of your child and your support, everything, that's who you are. You just react. Your body reacts to saying, get off, get off. So you start punching it and you start thinking amazingly where to punch it. And so you're like, I'll just attack the eye or whatever. You just start to think differently. After the shark let go of her leg, she and her husband got back to shore and paramedics were on hand to administer aid. So they were really Johnny on the spot there.
0: Let's get out of here and help with this shark a little (laughs) bit instead of waiting on the beach, guys.
1: (laughs) She was airlifted to a hospital and had surgery, the police said. The beach was closed for the rest of the day while officers and fishing officials worked to get more details about the attack. Rappley said that his wife was awake and she's doing better, but the family will be dealing with the fallout from the attack for a while. She's in good spirits... She's still strong and hopefully all fine from here on, but a long road to recovery, he says. Wow. So hats off. Yeah, I mean,
0: kudos to that dude. Mark Rapley, I tip my hat to you, yeah. sir. Husband of the year, you yeah. know. You're not going to have too many guys get above that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, so you did the laundry this week for your, <laughs> for your wife? I punched a shark. You know, I saved my wife from certain death.
1: Now, we haven't been to the beach in a couple of years, but typically when we do go to the beach, we don't stay in the ocean a lot, but we'll go swimming in the ocean. And I, I usually, I do usually take a knife with me, just, you know. Just out there, just in case? Just in case. You never know. Yeah. I may just, hey, you know what, I, I may just want to, you know, stab something for the heck of it. Who knows? My plan is,
0: <laughs> well, like, well, I went to the, every year growing up, we went to the beach every year on one vacation. Mm-hmm. And I played exclusively in the ocean, pretty much, until I was about old enough to start noticing girls. And then I'd start talking to girls or whatever and find me a summertime girlfriend who would always write me a letter after vacation was over with and I would never answer, ever. (laughs) (laughs) My mom would back me up. She knows. But uh, as I got older and started watching things like Shark Week, I became really afraid of the ocean. So now when I go to the ocean, my kids want to play in the ocean. I don't want to deny them the joy of Mm -hmm. being out in the ocean. I always try to get around other people in hopes that if there is a shark attack, there's less of a
1: chance they'll get you. Right. It lessens the chance
0: that it's going to be me that gets, or my kids get eaten. Yeah. So that's what I do. Now, Shark bites one of my kids. I'm going to beat the shark up. Mm-hmm. We're going to get the kid at the hospital, and I'm not going to be able to give it any blood. You know, I was like, look, I hope y'all got some more back there. I can't We're in the hospital. Any. I know y'all got blood. Right. Y'all got some blood back there. <laughs> Try to fool me. I know.
1: Uh, I remember years ago, I don't remember the kid's name, but do you remember a kid that got his arm bit off? I wanna say There was was a girl,
0: I remember like surfer girl who got her arm bit off. Yeah,
1: there was her, but I'm talking about like here, I want to say it was either in Panama City or Gulf Shores. It was somewhere nearby. Yeah. And I got his arm bit off, but it said that his uncle like grabbed the shark and drug it up on shore. Oh and they were able to get the kid's arm out of the mouth and sew it back on. And I think he I mean, he lost a lot of blood. I think he may have had some brain damage, but I just remember that was a huge story here about, I don't know. Twenty something years ago.
0: Do you know the scariest people at the beach? Like the people you that I want to stay away from are the people who swim in the ocean at night. Those people <laughs> got something wrong up top. You know, like you yeah. go out with your kids hunting crabs on the beach or whatever, mm-hmm. and you see those like people out there just in the water at night, and you're like, all are ridiculously crazy.
1: Well, now I, I I don't swim at night, but I might wait out there and. You know. Uh
0: I ain't getting anything higher than the ankles, <laughs> you know. I can deal with losing a foot, but everything else I need. Right. You know, I'm not going waist deep for real. <laughs> Those people are nuts. <laughs> well, speaking of nuts, let's talk about Florida. Okay? okay. This comes from Newsweek.com and the headline reads, A Florida man is arrested for cashing in a winning lottery ticket at a gas station he stole it from. <laughs> A Florida man was recently arrested for trying to cash in a winning, winning lottery ticket at the same store that he had stolen it and several others from, according to police. In a statement to Facebook, of course, it's the Facebook. I mean, <laughs> it just runs our life now. I am right. no one to talk. I'm on it all the time. The Clearwater Police Department in Florida wrote, for most people, it's their lucky day when they get a winning scratch-off lottery ticket. The man who attempted to cash in the stolen ticket was identified by police as Herbert McClellan, 27 years old, of Clearwater. McClellan, McClell, I can say this because there's a military base here in Aniston. <laughs> called this. McClellan is actually accused of stealing 13 scratch-off lottery tickets from a Speedway convenience store, uh, according to the police. One of the tickets was a $30 winner, police said. <laughs> you mean to tell me? He's going to go to jail
1: over $30 scratch off ticket he stole.
0: <laughs> shortly after going back to the same store, Speedway employees who remembered him from before called the Clearwater Police Department. He was arrested shortly after officers arrived at the Speedway, according to police. Following the arrest, McQuillan was charged with uh, petite theft and dealing in stolen property, authorities said.
1: Isn't that petty theft?
0: No, this is petite, P E T I T. I'm not familiar. That's, I I'm not either, but that's what the word is. <laughs> Interesting. Maybe it's a typo. I wish I knew
1: more about that.
0: Yeah. Um, it's like if you steal a small person. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was sitting here thinking, is that not stealing ballerinas or something? <laughs> that's
0: right. <laughs> Tuck one under your arm and run. <laughs> Ballerina thief. <laughs> it's safe to say it was not as lucky day the police department wrote on their statement in to Facebook. So, $30. Okay, look. He's awaiting a $12,000 bail for this. <laughs> oh gosh! Yeah, they say he was arrested by uh, on several other occasions. He was uh, charged with misdemeanor possession of open alcohol, and he was uh, charged again with misde- with a misdemeanor again for uh, obstructing or resisting arrest without violence. So this dude's just been in it. He's in the lifestyle. He can't get out. Right. So, anyways, this dude going to jail for thirty dollars, man. Like, can he not wait a day or well, two? Okay, here's my question. Now,
1: I don't know how the lottery works because I live in Alabama.
0: Sure, right. And here in yeah. Alabama, we love the Lord. That's right. We love Jesus. And
1: if not having a lottery means our kids have terrible education, well, then that's
0: just the that's price right. we pay. Uh, the Lord <laughs> wants our kids to have terrible <laughs> educations. Right. Yes.
1: Yeah. But can you not, like, go redeem your scratch off somewhere else? Do you have to redeem think. it at that store?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I really have no clue. Now, they have— at like the gas station I go to across from work, they got like some kind of scratch off tickets in there you can get, but I don't know what you win or anything. They <laughs> really
1: scratch off points.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is it I've never bought them. Somebody let me know, you right. know, because I I'll get addicted to them. Like I already know, <laughs> I'll be I'll spend all my money on them trying to win thirty dollars. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. that's just that's my personality, so I'd never mess with them. But I know they have tickets you can buy and scratch off here in Alabama. Yeah. Okay. But I think it's like maybe like a, this is how I imagine it working. And somebody please let me know how it actually works is that it is like a contest company, basically, instead Mm -hmm. of a lottery. And it's Tiny's Contest Company. You buy this ticket. You know, if you win whatever amount you scratch off, you get that. But I'm making a whole lot more because I'm just selling these tickets. Yeah. So it's basically the exact same thing as a lottery. Except it's not state sponsored. Okay. Yeah. So I, I. But I don't know. I don't know how any of that works. Yeah, I
1: don't either. I know, like, Green Track.
0: Yeah. There for a while, we had a... Uh, we still have Green Track. Still around. Is it still around? Absolutely it's it around. It got shut
1: down for a while, didn't it? Did, it did, Yeah. But they came back.
0: Alabama has a few places in our state that where gambling is legal. The first of all of those was Green Track in Green County, Alabama, and they would race greyhound dogs mm-hmm. there. Um, now, Greene County, if you would care to Google, is the poorest county in our entire state, <laughs> and they've had gambling my entire life. So I don't know if there's a correlation there or not, but whatever. Um, but so you're saying that, that they, they don't run dogs anymore? Gambling did not raise
1: this community yeah, did out of not, poverty. Did not
0: lift it out of poverty. Right. Bummer. Um, now I'm not. I'm neither pro or anti gambling in any mm-hmm. way.
1: I'm anti gambling for me. Yeah. Unless I know I can win, which at that point is that even game? Like if you if you could go to the future like Marty McFly and bring back a a Sports Almanac and bet, right? Is that technically betting if you know the winner? Well, I want
0: to legalize sports gambling. (laughs) I do. I'm I'm fascinated with sports gambling. Right. Anyways, so Green Track quit running dogs probably late '90s, I guess, and then they would do simulcast racing where you could go watch it. And then they got into video, what they call bingo, mm-hmm. <laughs> quote-unquote bingo.
1: Electronic bingo. Yeah,
0: which looks a lot like a slot machine to me. <laughs> and uh, But it's not. Then the state raided them and shut them down, and now they're back open. But yeah, I drive by Green, Green Track on my way to Utah and Demopolis, where we have stores. I've driven by there at like 6 in the morning, and there's people in the parking— or cars in the parking lot that mm-hmm. have been gambling, you know. So people gamble. I, I don't know— like, we have a casino in Shorter, Alabama, south of Montgomery, mm-hmm. which the Porch Creek Indians are on. And I think those may be the only two oh, places. Yeah. Green Track, definitely not a casino. <laughs> definitely looks like a place you need to carry a knife in when you go. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, it's rough. But when they shut it down that time and they are like, toting all the things out, Mm -hmm. you know, my cousins are state troopers, I, like, see them on the nose, like, toting out bingo machines. (laughs) Like, hey, what's up, guys?
1: (laughs) I know y'all. We used to have a guy who went to church here whose dad worked at Green Track. Oh, yeah? Very wealthy man. Okay. He didn't own it or anything. Yeah. But I just remember, like, every now and again, he would, like, take us all out, and he would always pick up the tab for everybody. Wow. Simply because he paid for a meal, it kind of made me want to. Not condemn the contract yeah. simply because, hey, occasionally I get a free meal out of the deal.
0: But. Well, I think people are free to do with their money what they want to do with it. Mm-hmm. And if that's uh, going and playing video bingo, mm-hmm. then then I think you should be free to do that.
1: Or maybe even going to patreon.com slash Oddity. There we go. And
0: giving it to us. Tiny's learning to advertise. <laughs> Take yes. a chance on this podcast. Yeah, right. Take a chance on this podcast. <laughs> uh, we got a, just about the same odds as you win in the lottery. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> but I think there is a lot to be said about how the money From gambling is not reinvested in the community that it's supposed to serve. Right. You know, and how it is basically a tax on poor people and they don't get anything else out of it. Now, we could talk about how a lot of taxes poor people don't get anything out of of it. And I don't think those are right either. So, I'm like I say, I'm either pro or anti gambling for the state of Alabama or a lottery. You know, it gets fired up every four years. We're going to have a lottery <laughs> talk, yeah.
1: And uh, it's also extremely divisive. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's very few people who who are like me and are like well, and who are like we me got and it, you who sit here and talk about it. Right. Like, well, there's there's pros and cons on either side. Like exactly. everything in life. Yeah. There's usually a good and a bad to right. everything. There's a yin and a yang, so to speak. No, I,
0: I would probably be on board if they were like whatever city you buy your lottery ticket in, like 30% of that tax money goes directly to education in that city, Mm -hmm. you know, like Mountain Brook don't need our money, you know, (laughs) right? (laughs) and probably nobody in Mountain Brook's buying lottery tickets anyways, you know. But uh, they've, they've done one lottery of life. Yeah. But Inslee <laughs> needs our money and people in Inslee are probably going to buy lottery tickets. So let's reinvest that money County. into money. Yeah. Or Green <laughs> County or wherever. I was just trying to pick two, closest, two yeah. cities close to Birmingham. Right. Yeah. Oh, anyways, that's a whole nother. This is talking lottery with John and Tiny, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't know a whole lot about, enough about it. I've never played the lottery, probably never will. I got better stuff to do with my $20.
1: I was about to say, I mean, the chances of winning. I mean, I guess somebody's got to win,
0: mm-hmm. but man. If you win, though, it's great. But, and I will say this on the record if I win the lottery, if I happen to play one day and I win, <laughs> I'll give 10% to the church, you know, <laughs> right. just straight off the top <laughs> 10%. Gross, not even net. Okay. That's just how I'm going to be. If the Lord chooses to bless me with a winning lottery ticket one day, John's
1: like, you "Hear that, Lord?" <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> I, I've told the Lord if I can make like three to five hundred thousand a year, I just give everything else away above that. And he's he <laughs> so far has not. That's so generous, John. <laughs> so wow. far has not. You're telling me, me if
1: you make half a million dollars a year, you give, give everything, everything above, above that. that. Just give it all away. Yeah, yeah. How much do we pay the president? Four hundred thousand
0: dollars a year. So if you make a
1: hundred thousand more than the president. Right. Man, that's generous.
0: Which is crazy (laughs) when you think about it. Like, people are like, well, all our politicians are bought and paid. You're like, yeah, well, the president only makes $400,000 a year. You know, the (laughs) president of of Amazon makes billions. Of course, he's going to buy the president and make him do whatever he wants to do. Well, yeah, I was going to say that's, that's why.
1: Yeah. You know, the, the politicians, they got to make their money.
0: Yes. Somehow. Yeah. Like, oh, what is it? Our senators make like 175 or mm-hmm. something, but they all got like a net worth well <laughs> into the millions. And they're
1: all driving brand new cars, <laughs> yeah, going right. on beach trips. Uh, exactly. beach, They're going on golf trips. Yeah. They're doing all that stuff. So. Yeah.
0: So either you hit the lottery or you become a politician. Either way, that's the American dream.
1: Are we on, uh, is it my turn or your
0: turn? It's your turn. Okay, that's.
1: I've been sitting here <laughs> not knowing when to jump in. Okay, we're going to talk about police hunt for, quote, COVID man. Okay. Who grabs strangers at Walmart. Okay. <laughs> Without their consent, I guess. Let's get into it. Police are searching for a man who they say approached multiple strangers at a Walmart and embraced them before telling them that he had just given them coronavirus. Oh,
0: wow. Wow. Man. That's a kick in the nuts right there, you know, (laughs) instantly.
1: Yeah, I've got coronavirus, but you're going to pay for it. Yeah, you're going to feel some pain too. The incident occurred on Saturday, August 15th at approximately 7.10 p.m. at a Walmart branch in Springfield, Massachusetts. I would expect this to happen somewhere around here, but this was in Massachusetts. Come on, Massachusetts. (laughs) What are y'all doing up there? When the man allegedly began randomly approaching customers and hugging them, according to the Springfield Police Detective, Burrow... The suspect was pictured at a Walmart location wearing a black t-shirt and camouflage shorts as he approached people and gave them the hostile hugs. (laughs) Okay.
0: Camo shorts and a t-shirt, standard Walmart attire.
1: This suspect took an item out of a victim's hands and then gave him a hug. The Springfield Police Department said in a post shared on social media. He told the victim, just giving you a COVID hug, you now have COVID.
0: Goodness (laughs) gracious. What would you do? I mean,
1: I, God,
0: I don't know what I would do. I'd like run to the hand sanitizer <laughs> aisle and
1: just take a bath in it. If I could think, like, quick enough. Uh, I'd yeah, be like, congrats you, got,
0: congrats, you got syphilis now. <laughs>
1: yeah. Or if this guy's, I mean, maybe he's being serious, but if he's just trying to scare people, be like, oh, I've already had coronavirus. Yeah, yeah you You go. got it now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs>
0: uh, and just for the record, I know you can't, Give syphilis somebody by hugging. I mean it's gotta be a little it's gotta be an involved hug, right? Uh it
1: says that the victim who police did not identify as a cancer survivor and has never seen the suspect before. Police say that he had done this to other customers before, and it is not known if the man actually had coronavirus at the time of the incident. According to MassLive.com, the suspect is now being sought for assault and battery and making terroristic threats.
0: Oh wow, they get him with the terroristic <laughs> <Yes>. threats. Okay. <laughs> That seems a little extreme.
1: However, even if the man has not tested positive for COVID-19, saying that he has it and approaching people in a menacing way could constitute a threat under Massachusetts state law. Massachusetts state law says that anyone who communicates a threat either directly or indirectly, orally, in writing, or by any other means, can be charged with making terroristic threats. Okay.
0: All right. So... I mean, I get to throw the book at him or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's fine with me. I don't have no sympathy <laughs> for the guy. picture. Okay, not what I expected him to look like. He's wearing a mask. Yeah. So. How is he transmitting it? I thought the mask <laughs> was a cure to everything. Right.
1: Wouldn't that be great if you could come back at it and be like, How are you going to give me coronavirus when you're wearing a mask? (laughs) Yeah, you're wearing a
0: mask, buddy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, general rule of thumb, don't let anybody hug you at any Walmart ever, Mm -hmm. you know, unless you know them. Yeah. No strangers need to be touching you at Walmart.
1: And don't make friends in Walmart.
0: No, (laughs) no, no. Only make enemies in Walmart. That's been my philosophy (laughs) my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. I hope they catch this guy. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he's just being funny. He thinks he's being funny or something, but you can't like take a guy that's a cancer patient and and who's got a weakened immune system probably from whatever drugs or radiation he's taking Mm -hmm. and tell him you just gave him coronavirus. You think maybe
1: he could have been like filming this and he's putting it up on
0: YouTube or something? That's a very good idea. Yeah. YouTube's ruined us, you know? (laughs) People put anything on YouTube. (laughs) Somebody posted that video in the Facebook page of the guys dressed up in their like Middle Eastern you know, robes and everything, mm-hmm. throw in the backpack, acting like it's a bomb, you know? Oh yeah. You know that? It's been yeah, a few I'm weeks remember, ago. It's been a
1: while, but yeah. Yeah. That's, I remember that. that's
0: what YouTube gets people to do. Mm-hmm. But you get shot, you do that around here. Yeah. You get shot just for being Muslim around here. You know? <laughs> I mean just walking down the street. So <laughs> that's a little extreme. We don't really do that. That was
1: more an early two thousands thing. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Why are we laughing? That's not funny. It's not funny at all, Tiny. Well This is my last story. Okay, and I just want to give a shout out to Jacqueline for this one. All right, a Florida man is involved in a DUI golf cart crash, and he claims that President Trump drove him to drink.
1: (laughs) We talked about this before the the show. Is thanks Trump?
0: Is that going to be like the new thanks Obama? (laughs) Right? Like, can we all go thanks Trump? (laughs) A man who (laughs) crashed his golf cart while driving it drunk through the villages of Florida said he was driven to drink after watching President Donald Trump on TV, according to the Sumter County Sheriff's Office. (laughs) Deputies said they were called to a single-vehicle golf cart crash the evening of July 30th on Rainy Trail and Buena Vista Boulevard when they questioned the driver, 82-year-old Carrie Devan, He said he had hit a wall inside the golf cart tunnel while driving home. DeVan's red golf cart had what appeared to be a broken axle leading deputies to believe he ran over a concrete curb record show. Whoops. The report said DeVan was slurring his words and smelled of alcohol as deputies were questioning him about the crash. DeVan was not injured and no property was damaged during the crash. He claimed that about two hours prior, he saw Trump speaking on TV— and then got really mad at what he said. So he started drinking vodka, according to authorities. <laughs>
1: Deputy said, well, what, what, what did he say? Did I Trump, don't know. Yeah. Did he Who say knows? something like, uh, You shouldn't drink vodka because <laughs> yeah. vodka is terrible for you? Well, and this guy's like, Stupid Trump.
0: I'm going to drink all the vodka. <laughs> if Trump's a Russian puppet, why are you drinking the Russian drink? You know, you should go with bourbon. That's yeah. all American. Right? Yeah. 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 Anyways, deputy said though, uh, Devan admitted to drinking. He said he thought he was okay to drive, yet he was unable to stand on his own or complete the field sobriety test.
1: Well, he can't stand on his own. That don't mean he can't drive. True, very <laughs> true.
0: You sit down when you drive, right? Uh, breath tests showed Devan's blood alcohol content was at .149 during the two during two oh and .148 during two different tests. Uh and he was arrested on a DUI charge. So much like everything else in life, it's okay to blame everything on Trump. You know? <laughs> yes. That's pretty much the American way that we've done. Uh just blame it on Trump and <laughs> see what happens. We
1: need to elect Joe Biden while there's still golf carts able to operate right. in Florida. Yes.
0: <laughs> Which <laughs> like uh, if you broke an axle on a golf cart, you're traveling pretty good, I would think, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, or you hit a really good curb.
0: <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, very true. One of those. I don't I've never I've known I have a whole a ton of golf cart experience that may be gol- surprising. <laughs> the golf
1: carts that I have driven were typically not for hardcore off-roading. Yeah. You do just a little bit of off-roading, and you tend to get them stuck. You <laughs> to push them back on the road or something.
0: Well, I know a lot of neighborhoods will have golf carts that mm-hmm. people travel around in, like – Luckily, nobody in my neighborhood's got one because then my kids would want one and I'd have to fight <laughs> with them about how I'm not going to buy a golf cart because we don't play golf in this family and we don't need a golf cart. And, <clears throat> excuse me, so I'm glad I haven't had to have that, but I guess he lived in one of those neighborhoods mm. where you just drive a golf cart around everywhere. It seems a little ridiculous.
1: I would love to have a golf cart, but I'm afraid in my neighborhood I would, somebody would take the wheels off of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're know, Bad things on blocks. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> if you want to drive your golf cart around your neighborhood, the best thing to do is take your neighbors a can of Cajun curl, while <laughs> world famous Bayou blended spice. Now, I want to say our foster kid got consciously introduced to Cajun curl last night we Uh-oh. had some chicken wings Hudson busted out the Cajun curl sprinkled it on his Ollie had it wanted or Ollie wanted some too and they sprinkled it on his he loved it asked for it today we're eating fried chicken at lunch to put on it <laughs> so it's endorsed by a six year old foster child so there we go Anyways, we want to thank Cajun Curl for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order their spice and their Cajun Curl cutter for potatoes all on CajunCurl.com. You know where, where it was created, right? I do. I bet you the listeners do too. But it was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Bundle Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork potatoes shark and anything else you can think of putting it on the spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing it's easy to use it's easy to clean and it will allow you to make your own chips using the cajun curl spice You jump on your neighborhood golf cart, roll over to your neighbor's house, to the party that are having, because that seems like stuff a a neighborhood with golf carts would do and have block parties and all that Mm -hmm. crap. And you whip out some homemade potato chips for everybody. You're going to be the belle of the ball. There's not going to be any contest for you. Uh, None of your neighbors are going to be able to top that. So on their website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the Bayou Blended Spice and the chip cutter as well. And you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it. Here locally in the Tuscaloosa and Northport area, it is available at Bowels Fresh Market on Scallon Boulevard, South's Finest Meats, Mark's Mart in downtown Northport. Great place to get beat to at Mark's Mart. Just throw that in there. <laughs> yes. And the Piggly Wiggly on Lurling Wallace Boulevard. All their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, and has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount.
1: Because we ask that you use a spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. All right, John, what do you say we go to the phone? Let's do it. All right, we've got one voicemail this week.
0: Wonder who it's from.
2: <laughs> Hi, John and honey, it's Jacqueline. I first want to apologize for the sports thing. I'm sure that there are people that find the things that I like boring Strangely enough, I'm sure they exist somewhere in this world. So I am sorry for implying or saying outright that I, I find sports boring. Anyway, moving on to uh, last week's episode, it was, it was very good. Um, the Kanye story, I, it's not that I don't like Kanye, I, I don't, but I mean, it's not that. I just, he's dangerous in that uh, if he was to become president, and oh God, I hope he doesn't, but uh, you, weirder things have happened.
1: Um, just pause briefly. Yeah, yeah, he's dangerous. But tell me a politician that's not. Well, hold on. I want to know how Kanye's dangerous. Well, he's. Am I am I being a hate monger if if I mention that he's got bipolar disorder? No, I mean we've had crazy presidents before. We got say. a crazy president now. <laughs> that ain't nothing new, right?
0: That was my point exactly. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Sure. He maybe he's dangerous, but, but that's the worst you could say is that he's dangerous. I feel because like, of his mental disability. I feel right? like
1: if you give any human person, including me, definitely me, you give any human person. Uh, a big red button to push that launches nuclear missiles. Sure, it's a very dangerous thing.
0: All right, well let's get let's clear this up right away. All right, mm-hmm. it ain't like the president's like, let me hit this button and the <laughs> missiles just automatically take off. You know, do There's they? Some not? checks and balances there. Do right. they not? Yeah, man. I mean, the dude down at the missile silo's got to put a key <laughs> in and turn it. You know. That's disappointing to hear. Yeah. I mean, everybody, now he's got the codes to do all that, and he is the top of the chain so he could order it. John, but I feel
1: I feel like...
0: People you, defy orders a lot. I feel like you just told me Santa Claus don't <laughs> exist. No. Yeah. It's That's like a, seven years old all over again. I will say all the people who are like, well, Trump's going to get us in a nuclear war, looks like he's wrong. We haven't gotten anyone one yet. You know, I'd like for all y'all to apologize to him. Right. Yeah? There's not a lot of things you need to apologize. Just yeah, say right. about Trump, yeah. but
1: that's one of that's them. One you can probably yeah. say yeah. yeah. Right now we, we got a few it.
0: months left, <laughs> no. yeah, at least a few months. I'm, I want to wait just a little bit. Potentially and see.
1: four years and four months.
0: But they were talking about like first week in office he was going to be <laughs> lobbing nukes all over the world. <laughs> I know it was wild. And I was like, you know, he's running
1: against Hillary Clinton, right? <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> and if John Bolton didn't get us in a nuclear war, then I don't think we're going to get him one. Right. Yeah.
1: That dude loves bombing people.
0: <laughs> Alright,
1: continue. Um,
2: he has bipolar disorder and you know, I know because oh, okay. like I have I also have bipolar disorder. So he's crazy and dangerous. If he goes on a manic episode while he's in the White House and decides to nuke a country just because he can. That's the end of you
1: guys. I would argue that's not just the end of us. That's the end of us and whoever yeah. I mean, whoever we bombed, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and probably a few countries in between us.
1: It's not just us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: we'll take out everything.
1: Yes,
0: we're like that uh, teenager that's just going to break everything in the house and they get upset. That's just that's America. <laughs> anyway, moving on to a,
2: another happier topic. I got. Uh, yes, 14 seconds after 5 o'clock is after 5 o'clock.
0: Absolutely not.
2: Now, uh,
0: <laughs> You're 100% wrong.
2: <laughs> New Year's Eve doesn't start at 1201. New Year's Eve is at 12 midnight. 54321, Happy New Year. You don't wait until 1201 to celebrate New Year's Eve. So, 5 o'clock is 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock in one second, it's after 5
0: o'clock, and it doesn't count. All right. Well, stop this. Okay? Well, you got the whole minute at 12 o'clock on December 31st, January 1st, to celebrate the new year. Right. Right? After that, you're already in the new year. Okay? But that whole first minute is like a limbo minute. Yeah. You know? but And I mean- it didn't say after 5 o'clock, it said by 5 o'clock, right? Right. So if
1: it, it didn't turn to five oh one, the exact wording was no later than five. Okay, yeah,
0: that wasn't later than five o'clock. It's not five oh one. You're still in five o'clock. It's five dot zero zero dot fourteen. Okay, I think it is ridiculous that this is the point we've got to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm uh, I'm I'm with Kanye on this one. I know if I swipe
1: in, like I say, I'm supposed to – now, we, we swipe in early at work because,
0: like I said, you get – Because y'all are union workers. Just admit <laughs> it. Y'all get that extra pay and no, ain't nothing you, I can do to you.
1: You get paid for eight hours regardless when you swipe in and out. But because we dress out and we don't wear our street clothes to work in, we actually have coveralls we change into and all this other – sometimes, you know, some dudes, you, you know, take a shower. Yeah. There's a lot, all this stuff point is, if I swipe in it, if I'm supposed to be at work, I'm supposed to swipe in at three o'clock and I swipe in at three o'clock in one second and I get counted late I'm going to be ticked.
0: Absolutely, so, you will be. Right. And every reasonable person in the world will be. <laughs> right. you know? Every reasonable person. If I'm trying to get elected, if I'm trying to get on the ballot, yeah. and, and plus, I turn in
1: all my paperwork, and they're saying I was 14 seconds too late, right. yeah, I'm going to
0: be ill. But it ain't even your fault because you turned it in on time. This is what happened to Kanye, and it's the lady's fault who was filing it who was late, you know, <laughs> right. who works for the state. That's on the state. You, The state's got to take the hit on that one, you know. And Hypothetically,
1: could he pursue legal action against that lady? Absolutely. You, sue- you can sue anybody <laughs> for anything in America. Let's see, that's the American way. You want that little old lady who, who was 14
0: seconds late and yeah. I'm following? She did it on purpose. You don't, think, <laughs> you don't think the elites don't want Kanye in this election? Right. right. They've already paid her off. I'd like to see her banking records.
1: Uh, anyway. Uh, What
2: else did I want to talk about? Uh, oh right uh, both the answer and story just a general question I've had for years why do men need urinals in washrooms you don't have them in your home I assume so why do you need them in public places why can't you just use a toilet like you would use at home anyway that was my thoughts on the episode uh, can't wait till this week's episode talk to you later bye
1: okay I will tell you why men need yeah. urinals <laughs> right they use less water okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's much better than me. It's much more convenient. It's to more use convenient. A ur- they urinal. use less water, yeah. and
1: it's not our fault that women have more trouble than I'm not going to say they can't, but it's not our fault. Women have more trouble than men to standing up to be.
0: Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I didn't design us. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a, you got to take that one up with the big man upstairs. <laughs> you know, also. I don't have a urinal in my house, but it has been my lifelong dream to have a home urinal. I would put a urinal in my house, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That might be something I could do. A bidet slash (laughs) and then a urinal, too. Just do a whole plumbing thing.
1: Back when I was a single man before... I got married and, and learned that if I was gonna have true love I was just gonna have to give up on my dreams in life. <laughs>
0: yeah, there you go. I understand. <laughs>
1: but every man listening to <laughs> this just understood that. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah uh-huh. It was my dream to have like just this killer rec room with my big screen TV and all this stuff and then just like a urinal in the corner where you don't have to pause your movie or whatever it is you're watching on TV.
0: Okay that's to too go far. take a leap. That's a bridge too far. I need a separate <laughs> urinal room.
1: You know.
0: And don't tell Jackie about the pee troughs you know, oh, yes. <laughs> that'll really fire her up. <laughs> Which P-trops have kind of went the way of the dinosaur. You don't I think. see them. Yeah, you don't see them. That's, that's right, like, like a, a football <laughs> stadium or like something. Like a
1: really, really old, old school. <laughs> right, you high got a school Football field. stadium. Yeah. yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the Petroff, I mean, that's just. We Just peeing into a tub basically, <laughs> and we'll think of a trough that animals eat out of, yeah. but just imagine men lined up peeing in it. Yeah, right, yeah. it has got some drains in it, it's uh going a little bit downhill so it all flows the right <laughs> yes. way, and we're all just standing there peeing together. And sometimes, if it's like a really uphill pee trough,
1: there's like a, a A hose with holes poked in it. Right. Running water in it.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You get a little bit of continuous flow. Or if you're in a bar, they'll come in and throw some ice in it every once in a while. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I was, uh, man, I was using the restroom one time. I was at a game, and there was Pete and there was a dude. I don't know where he was from, but he was not from anywhere around here. (laughs) He walked, he was washing his face in that thing. I was like... Hey bud. I was Like, dude, I think you're
0: confused yeah, right. about the purpose of this. <laughs> this is not a one big sink. <laughs> I can see how you got that impression. Though. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah. So. Which maybe they have face washing stations right. from where he's from. But.
0: I mean, conceivably the petrol could work for girls, you know, for <laughs> yeah. uh, for a female. Yeah, yeah. You'd squat over that bad boy just fine. <laughs> you could straddle it. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. You got enough clearance on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that's what we need to think. We could revolutionize, revolutionize women's bathrooms, save water and everything. Yeah, yeah. But, boy, the saving water was huge on your part. That was, can't argue against saving water.
1: I mean, I just talked about, you know, last show. Well, I didn't say it wasn't, but I'm like, is water conservation really that that's big true, a deal? But right. then this week, I'm like, hey, urinals save water. We need urinals. We need
0: urinals. <laughs> Quit that's trying true. to emasculate men. We need our urinals. Yeah. Well urinals are all right. To me, what I was gonna say number one is we go through the gate, like we have the ability to go through the gate, like we can unzip (laughs) and we don't have to unbuckle our belt, nothing, and pee, Mm -hmm. you know? And urinals are essential in that. Yes. Yeah. So I can't help it, you don't have outdoor plumbing, Mm -hmm. you know, like I do. Or which which granted I mean,
1: I suppose you can You can use the gate, so to speak, at, at, the at like a regular toilet too. Right. But then you're gonna like, you know, you risk peeing all over everything else. Yeah, right. So. That's the thing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like there is the splash factor. Yes. People talk about men pee everywhere, you know. But I think a lot of it's just splashback. Mm-hmm. That's been my I've contended that for years. But I I lift the lid at home. I'll close the whole lid down. When I'm done, <laughs> make Dieter do some work, too, when she goes in there. <laughs> yeah, I ain't the only one that's got to get involved in this. Right. I close the lid. A lot of people don't use a lid on their toilet. It's a good thing to get in the habit of doing and That way, when she goes a piece, she's got to do something. Well, John, I
1: don't know about you, but there are some people I'm very thankful for. Okay. They are our patrons. Oh, yeah. On Patreon.com. you want to join up, you can go to Patreon.com slash right. You Get, get your you.
0: name read every show, like <laughs> Mick Wheel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just like that. Yeah. I was going to say, if you sign up at the $5 level, then you get an extended show every That's single right. week. And every single month, once a month, you get an all-exclusive patrons-only show.
0: Which I got a peace story this week. Nice. It dovetails nicely with Jacqueline's <laughs> call. Yeah.
1: By name, I would specifically like to thank those who donated the 10 or above level. And they are Daniel Hedrick, James White, Jane Updegraff, Sherry Heron, Thomas Williams, The Dapper Man, Sharon Craig, Tyler Bond, Todd Glover, Derek Reeves, Chris Tipton, Jackie B, Mike W, <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. J.D. Westfall. We thank y'all so much yeah. for donating to the show and just allowing us to sit in a room and talk about odd news.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: And urinals and, and water conservation.
0: That's right. <laughs> and the effects of <laughs> sterile mosquitoes getting released on the environment. Yes. It's all the same. It's all, it all goes together. But we appreciate all of the support our Patreons give us. Join up, like Tiny said. That's always a good thing to do. And that helps us maybe promote the show in some different ways because everything's been done by word of mouth now. Mm -hmm. And that's still very important. If you are listening, you can't join up, whether you're a Patreon or not is just to tell somebody about the show. Let them see if they dig it. And if they do, then y'all got something to make fun of me and Tiny about. Mm -hmm. I've been made fun of my whole life, so it's nothing new to me. I really have no feelings left. My kids (laughs) call me fat all the time, every single day. So just spread the Earth Oddity gospel to your friends. And like I've said before, it'll be a lot less awkward than spreading the real gospel to your friends. And um, (laughs) But you could use it as a practice session. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And we talk about your Lord and Savior Earth oddity. No, that's not right. That's <laughs> no. blasphemous. Okay? I take that back immediately. All right.
1: Uh, Well, you've already said that you've got a peace story
0: coming up. That's right. I the do. the Patreon
1: show. I'm going to talk about a high five machine created out of rat legs. Okay. So. All right. You, if you want to talk about high five from Master Splinter on demand, <laughs> then you can join up, man. And listen to us. You got anything else before we, uh, before we move on out of here?
0: No, that's it. I just appreciate everybody tuning in every week.
1: Well, you have been listening to the Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, iHeartRadio, Spotify, we're on them all. That's right. If you would like to email into the show, we are at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we're active on Twitter. That's right. You can get us underscore Earth Oddity on Twitter. Yeah. If you like to look at pictures, because we have this
0: oh Instagram, this Ooh.
1: excellent Instagram That's dude right. that handles our Instagram posting yes. show art. That is underscore Earth Oddity on
0: Instagram. That's right.
1: But by far the most popular way to get in touch with us is right. our phone number.
0: Yes, and I want to just give a heads up to the dude in the Facebook group who just went off on Justin Trudeau <laughs> that said he didn't know what the phone number was. This is when we read the phone number, okay? It's 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. Call in at your convenience. Talk to us. Tell us whatever you want to tell us.
1: hmm We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Friends Radio Network signing off.
0: Love y'all. Bye.
1: This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.